But I'm not going to correct you then if you said it again. I was like, oh. Glazer. Glazer. Okay, gotcha. Sorry, like Yom Tov Glazer. We're going to do that again then. Don't do it again. <laughs> no, we're going to do it again. <laughs> I can't say it. Say the name wrong. We're going to do it again. Okay, here we are. People need to know you're fallible. All right, welcome. Episode <laughs> 88. Here uh, we are. Uh, Nobody Talks Shidduchim Podcast, episode 88. There's nothing wrong with you because you are single, featuring Jackie Glazer. Jackie, welcome to the program today. Thank you so much. How, there you go. And Avery, Avery and I are happy to host you. Um, in a world with so much stereotyping of Orthodox Jewish singles, Jackie Glazer brings a fresh perspective on the fact that there really isn't anything wrong with you. Dating is mostly a struggle for from singles. Here are some ways you can alleviate your dating experience and break through preconceived notions when trying to affiliate yourself with Jewish community and your dates. So if I had to uh, sum up your mission, which I have been crawling your Instagram and <laughs> I, I like there's so many mantras that hit me and they're more than mantras, they're missions. Um, what do you, you know, how would you wrap up this, uh, there's nothing wrong with you because you're a single thing. What, where did it come from? What does it mean? It came from my own journey as a single for many, many, many years. I got married in my forties, but became Balas Chuva at 30. So I went through every single up and down and nuance and challenge oh. and pain. And I, I get it from the inside. So it really came from that. And what I realized along the way is that, yes, we have to work on stuff. And yes, you have to own that process of doing that inner work. But that's not the reason that you're not married necessarily. It could be, but it might not be. And even if it is, it doesn't mean you're not lovable and it's not healable. <laughs> so, so it's about also empowering singles to really navigate this dating world with confidence, clarity, self-worth. And also... It can't be that there's something wrong with you because you're single. Because have you seen how many dysfunctional people are married? Oh, yeah. Thousands upon thousands yeah. of more dysfunctional people than you are married. So it can't be that that's, that's so the true. prerequisite that God <laughs> decides, right? So, But I think what happens is, is the world we live in with the Shidduch world makes a single inherently feel like there's something wrong with them. And that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because oh, yeah. they buy into that, that there's something wrong with me, and they go out on dates not feeling their best self, already preempting, already feeling like they're going to be rejected, already despondent. That's the problem. And so that's what I'm trying to break. I love that. Avery. Yeah, there was this friend of mine. Uh, I say was because it's more of a past tense friend now who uh, would, uh, uh, who every time we would speak, we'd have conversations, obviously, about careers and jobs and money and what's going on in your life. And he would say, Oh, I'm married. I don't. I don't need to care about anything else. As if like this was his a plaque and award that he can, you know, it, it sort of like completed his life. And I'd always be like, yeah. okay, you're married, but your relationship with your wife is clearly uh, quite dysfunctional. Mm. You know, like uh, you wake up every day and you know fight, and and you run away from her, and you bring all your friends into your marriage to to you know entertain you. Mm. Uh, you run to work. 15 16 hours a day so you can avoid her and i'm like well if that's what i'm looking forward to in marriage <laughs> it's like i don't want that i don't want i don't want right. to be any near anywhere near that right anywhere near part right. of that it's good to have you clarity know? yeah yeah so it's um well you're right well, don't think well you know ma married 
people see it as a hall pass. It's a, it's a hall pass. Right. It's like a it's a show them bias hall pass or it's facade. Like you know, I'm I'm normal. I'm like yeah. everyone else. It's an achievement, yeah. it's whereas an achievement. it's not really an achievement in anything. Mm-hmm. Treating people well or treating people as uh, individuals. Right. That's just as much an achievement as being married. As being right. being married is just a status. <clears throat> I see being married as a vehicle to continue working on your I see marriage marriage as being a, I see marriage as being a vehicle to continue working on yourself. So it's not it's not an end point, it's a beginning point. Oh yeah. And a lot of singles don't see that. They, they say, oh, I just want to get married. Just want to get married. Like, then I'm mm-hmm. done. Uh-uh. And you're not done. It's just a new takufa. It's a whole new chapter. And you're tested in all sorts of other things. It's like it's beginning a new pathway of I push growth. back a lot now. People ask, uh, well, what are you looking for? Are you really looking to get married? Right. And I go, I go, hold up. I'm like, hold up, sunshine. I am looking to hopefully hold hands with a young lady in the next month or two. That's it. That's as far as I can see right now because marriage is a big thing. That means it's going to be several months of dating. That means it's several real conversations. Like till I get there yeah. from like the path that I've been on and, and what I've seen and I'm looking out there and there are not too many role models for this today. Right. And that is huge because when I'm talking to singles, our uh, brothers and sisters in the single siblinghood you know, so many of them like don't have good examples of, you know, that couple that's doing it right and they can spend time with. And instead what they're doing is Shabbos, they get invited by the most stereotypical quintessential examples of dysfunctional couples. Those are the ones who always look, those are the always ones who want to bring in for Shabbos meals and then they go to work and we're working with people like that as well. Where do they go to get a good role model? Like where? You have to find them. Right. You have to look. You have to look. You have to find them. I, it was a big mission for me when I became more observant as I, I really looked around and went as a guest to lots of different people. And if something was toxic, I didn't go back. Don't go back. You have power. Yeah. You have choice. You don't have to just go because you're single because you need a meal. Bingo. I love that you're saying that. Yes. At at a certain, I I understand if you're if you're young, or if you're, you know, in the beginning of your I'm going away for Shabbos years. I'm gonna you know hang out with the like the Jewish community, but when you hit that age where you got to accept reality of being a grown up, right? You know, and do do Shabbos by thirty years old for sure. Yeah, do it. Shabbos with friends. Well, friends is a whole other. You got to search for friends too. That's true. <laughs> Good friends who are growth oriented and not bitter and cynical. You got to yeah. be allergic to cynical bitter friends because it will feed your cynicism. It, that's and tough. I, I think bitter and cynical friends are enjoyable. For, I, I'll, I'll I'll tell you how. Um, how Avery, I'm enjoyable, right? They make podcasts. So you know, <laughs> you're channeling that into something good. That's I'm not bitter and cynical. It, right. Bitter and cynical. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think it's, I think it's, um, I think most, most of them are, del- are, are, I want to say delusional because they're still following the path that didn't work. That, that, that's a big thing. And they're right. thinking it's going to be this way forever. I, right. And they're jumping into the future and they regiment making assumptions. Themselves. They regiment, they pigeonhole themselves into this mindset of, of you know, just all the things we've said on this podcast in the past. Correct. And, and, you know, just continue doing it. And when guess what that does? It's time. Like, that what just does it do? 
creates a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, that that's they will right. Stay there. That's exactly what what I what I I, I hop is the Jewish word, but I relate to when you say the self-fulfilling props for a prophecy. Yes, right. They yes. will create. They will keep recreating that by their mindset because our mindset is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what I've seen is that when you open your mindset to the fact that it, there's no reason why I shouldn't get married, even if I haven't up until now, mm-hmm. and that everything can change tomorrow, I can be open. See, the biggest problem is. Because of the pain, we close down. And then because we close down, we're really not open. That's yes, how it yeah. becomes the self-fulfilling yeah. cycle. So I teach well, people how, how to be open. What do you tell them? Do, yeah. Well, what, how what do you would get you out tell of someone? Yeah. You have, I, I, I don't know if this is too spiritual for you, but you have mm-hmm. to believe that, that God is good and that your process is designed on purpose. You're not a mistake. You're not being punished. And that there's a reason that you're going through this pathway, which is to build out your greatness, which you don't feel when you're in it. When you're in it, you yeah, don't feel it. For sure. But I'm telling you. Because ha- it's having, not yours. It's not yours. You don't want to be in it. It's not yours at all. And you don't want to be in it. You want to end. But what it does, the waiting builds depth. And mm. when I got married after, honestly, 15 years of dating in the from world and I showed up at 30 I got married at 44 lower lane not should happen to no one we want to hear some stories about that later I could write a book and (laughs) you know then I saw how the waiting made me appreciate and this is not going to happen to you if you're listening don't freak out on me right (laughs) it's not going to happen it happened to me I have a very bizarre abnormal whole life nothing about my life is typical so it's not going to happen to anyone but it 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 gave me the, in retrospect, I saw that it gave me sensitivity, appreciation, depth, perce- like nothing mm-hmm. that comes up in my marriage is any big deal because of what I went through. So it gives you perspective. So, yeah. It gives you great yeah. gratitude. It gives, it, it's unbelievable. So you're becoming great even though you don't feel it, even though you don't realize that there's a design in your singlehood that you don't realize that it's on purpose. You're not forgotten. You're not left out. It's, you're not being punished. It's not because God doesn't love you. And these are all the places we go. I was going to be a cat lady who was going to die in my apartment and no one was going to find me for three days until the stench got so bad. That's where I went in my head every mm-hmm. time. Oh, my God. So until, maybe, until maybe when? Two weeks or three and, days. No, I'm saying, you know, you, as you're single, you have up, da- up times and down times. So you have, when you were down, uh, When I was, was down, that was my despair thought. Yeah. I'm literally going to, if I died, no one would even know because I live by myself. Oh, yeah. My thought oh, is wow. like the, the, the funeral is going to be uh, empty. I know, right. And um, exactly. like, that's my thought when I die. There's nobody there. Right. And it's pretty like, it's this, I, it's this self-imposed. No one's going to be there. I'm, well, yeah. I'm not coming. I'm you have not, at least one. I'm not coming. No, no, no. It's okay. I don't, I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm going to send a, a PA, a production assistant uh, yeah. in my class, my proxy. We'll record it. Yeah. Uh, be, it's a self-imposed isolation that we put on ourselves. Yes, yes. And we don't need to. And really to be open means that I can use the power of my mind to truly imagine, I want every single listening to do this. I want you to imagine the top three qualities you want in an ideal spouse. And I want you to actually feel right now how it would feel if you were married to someone with those qualities and let yourself feel it in your heart. If you can't, that means there's a block there. And let yourself actually feel what it would be like as if you were already married to someone like that. Many people can't go there because it's too vulnerable. And that I want you to imagine that that actually can happen. And when you when you are open to that and ask God, that's what I want, Hashem, please bring it. You open a vessel in yourself to receive it. If you don't resonate with that, you cannot receive it. And then the second part, which is why all manifesting doesn't work when people try it, mm-hmm. is because you've got to let go. After that, after visualizing it, you have to then surrender and say to God, 
but whatever you want, God, I'm letting go. I'm leaving it in your hands to determine how that comes and when it comes. And I'm going to let go and accept that this is a process that I don't have the whole picture. I don't have all the information. And that's the hard part. That's but if you fun. don't do it, mm-hmm. you don't create the vessel to receive it. And do that's th- what I teach people. Do you think that that, I, I mean, at least in my experience, I think now the last part especially is uh, allowing yourself to give up control. Because control is so important Correct. for singles, for married people too, is that we have this notion and this concept of who we need, what we want to be with, uh, what our careers look like. And we serve that purpose every single day. And we hold we on. And we hold on yeah. so tightly and 100%. cannot <laughs> shift and change. Correct. Especially, and, and as a Jewish people, as Orthodox Jews who are more prone yep. to generational traumas from the Holocaust. Oh, yeah. And from many other things, right? And from living in an isolated, insulated community, we have such a strong, tight grip on what it is we need to be. The shuls yeah. we dominate, right. the level of orthodoxy we are at. And if somebody doesn't fit within your little bubble or has the preference that you want them to have, it's already off the grid. It's off the map. Right. And who is to say that the universe or God, whoever it is, doesn't want you to be with this person? Who are we to say, right? Yeah. We have to literally just cede control to whoever and whenever they come. Well, it's a balance between knowing yourself and then trusting there's something bigger going on and pulsating between the two of like, I know what I want. I have clarity and I'm willing to also let it go and open to the fact that there's something bigger going on. So, yeah. Yeah. Faith, faith and religion is, is a real good vehicle to pull yourself out of there or, and, and you see, you see it manifest, you know, you know, when, when you make that investment, um, but I've seen that really in yourself is, 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 is key. You know, you have to make the right investments. It's something that I'm, I'm campaigning on with singles. Treat yourself right. It's so, imp- that's imperative because when you're with, if you're with a spouse, if you're with a partner, you know, you're going to have like certain needs fulfilled. Mm-hmm. You don't have that now. You have to take extra care of yourself. It's much tougher to take care of yourself. Than it is with, um, and when you're married, you can take care of the other person. That's that's how right. Um, I think what Avery was like one thing that we discuss a lot, and maybe that you know he he might uh, agree with maybe is that um, some people like have a struggle with the religious part. Some mm-hmm. people have a, like they 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 just throw God away, and I get that. I get that. I've been there many times where I just I'm fed up, and I want to just try to survive as a human being. Mm-hmm. If someone can't find Hashem in this, where do they do? Like, what, 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 you know, I don't, I mean, they're not atheists. I don't think they're all atheists, but. Right. So usually it's the pain. (laughs) It's the pain of, of what's happening is why they feel that way. And I would say to bring the pain to God. So rather, rather than do the Brach Hashem, everything's fine. I call it the Brach Hashem syndrome. Yes. Yes. The fake, like Brach Hashem. I I, I coined the the term Brach Hashem syndrome, (laughs) which is really that we're fake. That is yours. I'm going to have to put that on. NTS best tag. syndrome. Yes. yes. I'm single. No. I don't. I don't uh-uh. respond to it. No. I don't respond to it. It's not real. You got to be real. real. It's not so real. you got to take what's really going on to God, and you and you really can say, "I'm angry. I feel betrayed. Uh, I, you know, I don't know what to do with this. What do you want from me?" Sometimes you need to take a break from a relationship. You need to have. You know, like that. Yes. I don't recommend That's that. Healthy. But I don't recommend people <coughs> throw out God because it doesn't lead you to a better place. But I understand it. Yeah. And also that you should just keep, it's like a relationship. If you value a relationship, sometimes you're upset and you need time alone and then you come back, 
right? So it's always totally, about the coming totally. back. That's tshuva, right? Coming, returning oh, to yeah. the connection. I like that. And so, you know, that's really what happened. I don't know if you know my story about like what actually happened literally before I got, I met my husband. No, no, it's the craziest. If you want to share with us. Craziest story. This is, story, this is exactly, a safe place. It was a, <laughs> with our thousands we, we of We love friends. in scoting <laughs> our, our guests. Uh, what Avery was mentioning before um, about trust and acceptance and letting go, which is so hard. And for me, I'm strong-willed, as you can tell. I'm a strong personality. So the stronger personality you are, the harder it is to let go. Yeah, oh, yeah. Really yeah. hard. So this was my battle. I don't think it was the only battle. I think there was a bigger picture. And I don't know the whole picture, but most of my dating life, my husband was married. So you wow. cannot know what's going on on the other side. You, ha you absolutely don't have the whole picture, number one. Number two, know. you have to still do I the inner work. You still do have to do the inner work as well. And I started doing the inner work. Actually, it was all facilitated by God. I went to a, a meeting with Adam Newman, who was the old CEO of WeWork. WeWork, yeah. And I went with my nonprofit. Cool. It was really cool. I went with my nonprofit as the COO, and we were going to discuss an initiative he wanted to fund. He's a Shomer Shabbat Jew, Israeli, uh, great guy. And I was very nervous because it was like my project, this leadership initiative. <laughs> and we go in, and, and the COO says, Jack, you know, he's Israeli. He's very direct. And, uh, you know, I'm just warning you. Are you okay with that? I said, he goes, I ask you personal questions. He likes to see who you are, which I, I found out a lot of philanthropists don't care about the project. They want to see who you are and they want to see, can I invest in you? Right, which is a good, interesting lesson. And um, I was like, yeah, I'm good with Israelis. I love Israelis. So we go in and we sit down and he says, okay, whose project? And Dave says, Jackie's. And he says, okay, what, what is it? And I tell him, you know, what the budget is, this, 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 how many people? We've got 800 people coming to Spain, all leaders on a massive pro a massive trip. And we have Rav Lau coming and Shweki and we had the Ooh. whole thing. It was a really cool thing. Awesome. And uh, he's all excited. And, he, and I said, you know, the, the Hashkafa is like, you've got to be the change you want to see in the world, right? You, you've got to walk the walk. Yeah. And he goes, what are you doing to walk the walk? And I'm like, oh, this is one of those questions. Oh, man. He, I'm like, he you, crap tested you right yeah, there. Yeah, right he there. He's like, do you walk the walk? You know? And Ooh. I was like, yeah, I'm working on this. I'm working on that. I'm in this vat. I'm working on my meadows. I'm working. And he goes, why are you single? Oh, gosh. And I went out of, Newman? <gasps> out of the blue, like in my heart, right? He'll forgive me mm. for sharing this, but it was, it, it, by, ends, it was by choice. It ends yeah, really well. Yeah, it was by choice. Oh, that's a great, oh, that's a great line, man. Yeah, I, I thought you would have said I, cause I invested in WeWork and it collapsed. But uh, no. <laughs> it hadn't collapsed yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's about anyway, so. That been my or comeback. you could have said because you're, Since I'm toxic it, you, and, you've been and living that, in an apartment <laughs> with your, with your brother for, you know, right, 15 I'm years. Cause I'm toxic. I'm yeah. Living, yeah. Cause that's what he does. That's what he did. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. He, he's a great guy. So he said, why are you single? And I said, like the heart, the dagger went into my oh, heart. And man. I was like, I don't know. Oh, wow. I don't, well, firstly, yeah, there's no answer to that. And I was like, I don't know. And he goes, why are you single? And he just like kept looking and it was like going into my soul. And I was just like, I don't know. And he says, you know what you have to do? I'm like, what? And all of a sudden there's like no one else in the room, right? So everyone fades out because it was chief of staff was there and my COO, there's only four of us in the room. And he goes, you have to go home today and you have to tell Hashem you accept. I said, accept what? And he said, you have to tell Hashem that you accept that not that he's going to, because we should assume he's going to get everyone married if they want to get married. But you should assume that if, if Hashem, God, doesn't get you married, like if Hashem thinks you should be single, let's say, and that is the right thing for you, let's say the worst case scenario, everyone's worst fear, let's say that God decides that, that you could accept it. 
which was the very, which was the this very. Guy? Oh my god! He was so intense, but it was the very Nakuda. It was the very thing that I couldn't accept, and he didn't oh. know that, so God knew that. But I, I was wrestling with it because I really knew God was in my life, but I couldn't accept. I felt betrayed. I felt so betrayed, betrayed yeah. that I was single. I did. I gave up everything for Judaism, and I was helping all his children come home in Kiruv the whole time, and I'm sitting here alone, isolated. Right. Yeah, right. I was so betrayed and angry at Hashem. So that's why I get it. I get the the pain. And this guy's telling me and still try and work on accepting because it's because all Hashem wants is our acceptance. They're letting go. That's yeah, all he wants. That it's that because that's good for us. Denial. Not because he not because yeah. he wants it, because it's good for us. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, I started bawling in this meeting completely inappropriately. It went into some raw nerve I wasn't expecting. And I started crying. I said, I try. Some days I accept, some days I don't oh, accept. Oh and he gosh. said, No, he said, that's like some days believing in God and some days not believing in God. He goes, It's a choice to trust. It's a choice to accept. Anyway, long story short. We didn't speak about the project at all. And he gets up to go to a meeting with two other banks at the same time. And he looks at his chief of staff. He goes, I like her. She's real. I want to fund the project, you know, wow. whatever. Or I want to be involved yeah. with the organization. I don't know if he actually funded that project. Walks out and I'm like a mess. And I was a wreck for about three or four days. I went to my Rav in Philadelphia, Rav Shalom Kamenetsky. And I was at that Shabbos, like two days later. And I was still raw and a mess. And I was trying to process it with him. Whoa. As in, what, what is this? And, I, and I, I did like a meditation, which I'm very big on. I'm very big on doing internal work, internal reflection. And I did a meditation by myself on Shabbos in the house. And I said, why can I not accept? Really, 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 why? I know God loves me. I know, see God everywhere in my life. But why can I not accept this? If it was the right thing and something that was going to be good on the, in the long run, let's say, the bigger picture. And what came back was because you won't accept yourself and you feel like a failure. And the deep down, singles, I believe, judge themselves as a failure. I'm not good enough. Oh, yeah. And I, and I said, oh, my yourself. gosh, I can't accept yourself. And I was like, <laughs> I'm doing this to myself and then blaming it on God. Yeah. So Oof. I was like, oh, my gosh. He's so easy to blame, though. He's so He's easy so to blame. Easy. Uh, and I was like, I, just I, had this, I had this, I'm telling you, I had this epiphany. And he can take it. He can take it all. <laughs> exactly. Like, I had this epiphany that I'm doing this. I'm feeling like a failure and I'm beating myself up because I'm single. Which mm. I think is very common. Yeah. Very, very, yeah. very common. Yeah. And I decided there and then I'm not going to do it anymore. Like from a very deep place in myself that I'd not been able to access before. And I said, I'm not going to do it anymore. And I said, God, if you want me to be single, it's not what I want. It will break my heart. It still makes me cry every single time I say this. Like I can tune yeah. into that place. Sentimental. And mm. I said, it will make, it will break my heart. But if you choose it, I will do my best to accept it and work with what I've got. Like work with my life and make my life the best I can. And I truly accepted it. The next day, my husband was suggested to me. I'm not kidding. The next day. The next day. I I was in shock because I'd known what happened the day before. And what Adam Newman said was right. And I do I believe every, Adam Newman? Do I believe that everyone is, has this test? No, I do not believe every single needs to do this. Mm-hmm. I do not. I oh don't think. God. I don't think I could have even done it five years earlier. Like in my own self, I couldn't have accepted it. Yeah. So I don't believe everyone has to go to that extreme, but it does show the power of the oh. inner work. It shows the power of trust and acceptance. That when you trust God and you accept, you lift yourself out of derechateva, of the natural world, and God creates miracles for you because you're no longer operating. doesn't matter about the shidduch crisis. Shidduch what? Who yeah. cares? Yeah. Like Because it's just you and God and say, okay, I trust you. All right, I accept. This is not what I want, but you make your will like Hashem's will. He makes your will like his will. Right? That's really what happened. Mm-hmm. It's that perkei that ethics of our fathers, right? 
So that's the power of the work and it made me realise the power of our inner world is so much more powerful than we realise to create our reality. You have more power than you realise to create the world you're living in. Oh, oh absolutely. Much more than you realise. This yeah. was an example of that. It's one example, but yeah. where your mind is, where your heart is, changes that. everything. So is that too intense? This, no, is, this no, is not no. breakfast it's, TV. Uh, even. I'm, uh, it's like confronting uh, your powerful. abuser, which people say that you need to do in life. And, uh, or at least your past, your childhood. What if right? your abuser is you? Except, well, yeah, well, that's the point. Right? Right. All the therapists talk about this. Your abuser uh-huh. is always you in some way. Because you've adopted fashion, it from you've somewhere. Allowed it. Yeah. And as much as some people felt as childhood, uh, childhood traumas from a Rebbe, a teacher, an ex-girlfriend, a spouse, the person who continuously allows them to infiltrate their brain is yourself. Correct. And allows yourself to be abused. Exactly. And if you can confront that, and then just come to terms with it and say, yeah, this happened and or I'm single and you know what? I may not get married and 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 that's OK. And I'm still a human being and I'm still a person and I feel compassion for myself because if you're not going to feel compassion for yourself. No, I will. Who will? Exactly. You know, I had a situation this week where I, I, I you, at least I knew I was completely wrong. Right. You know, had some sort of insecurity over uh, a date with someone and it it. Did not work out in the way that I would have liked, but at least I was able to recognize that, okay, this comes from mm-hmm. a place of uh, being hard on myself, you right. know, like I didn't want to be seen or go out somewhere with someone and it came from somewhere that was negative and, right. and yeah. And then to have compassion for that part. And to have compassion for them, like, it's okay. You know, like okay. I grew up, yeah. this is the way I grew up. I grew up in a, in a, in a world where what I do is okay. And to not judge myself and compare myself to the, the vast amounts of people who are in healthy relationships and healthy, healthy dynamics. They didn't grow up like I did. They don't have the sensitivities that I do or other people do. Same thing with you and you and, and clearly you know, everybody here. And maybe we just need like Adam Newman's to, to bring it out of people. But well, yeah, God sent him. Obviously. We need it. Yeah. But the compassionate curiosity, treating yourself with compassionate curiosity. Oh, that's interesting that I did that. Or it's interesting that I reacted that way or, mm. So that's interesting is a much gentler way than like, I'm such an idiot. Why would I do that? I'm so stupid. You know, so like you said, changing that relationship to yourself is the whole, the whole thing. We're like science projects, you know, and you're just testing ourselves because who knows, you know, anything could be right. So you take hypothesis and you sort of test it out right. on yourself. Like okay, See maybe, how it feels. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right. You know, people maybe, don't yeah. tune into their feelings that's one of the biggest problems that's why I, I created the course i did was because we're not taught emotional intelligence generally oh, and you're not taught to validate yeah. your feelings yeah. that it's okay to feel this way if a shotgun treats yeah. you like a piece of dirt oh yeah you gotta trust stand up your for yourself. gut yeah. and leave or a girl yeah. or a guy or who goes on a date and says well <laughs> uh what do you do what do you do for a living yeah. oh interesting that you're a makeup artist and oh you uh, can make a career in that uh, right. <laughs> oh, you didn't get an education. Well, I was going to say that it's not, you know, the, the emotional. I'm playing the character, but I yeah. wouldn't do that. But that's what happens. Yeah, derogatory. The yeah. emotional intelligence is not taught in school. It's not. And with many Orthodox Jews from Jews, it's not seen. Or it's not taught. Right. It's not, you know, uh, given in a home. Right. So where are they going to get it from? Right. You know, where are you getting it from? My course. That's why I did it. Oh. Yeah. Well, there wasn't, there know, wasn't. I, maybe we're going to sign, we're going to sign up for the course. Yeah. You know? There wasn't, there wasn't this around. And so, but it's not just. It, was, it wasn't like needed, but why do you think needed. it wasn't needed? Like back then we have plenty of things we can point out. I don't at, know if it wasn't needed. People were like, it was still, you know, well, your first generation 
you know, Holocaust. post-war, mm-hmm. you know, survivors, you know, were two. They just made it work, but with a they maybe made limited, limited intimacy, meaning nowadays limited, we want yeah. more intimacy yes. and realness and people aren't willing to settle because we're not, oh, com- yeah. we're not living in the same trauma. So. A, lot, a lot has changed also. There's a lot more um, what that is expected from our youth today, which is a big problem and I really push back. Like I work in a office in the five towns and we have uh, this like a, another office across the street that comes in for, for minchas for prayer time. And they, they hire all these like young pishers from, uh, you know, the yeshiva locally, you know, when, they, when, they're, uh-huh. when they're done being a bucher. So the guys come in and sometimes they'll ask for my advice and they go, oh, should I stay in this job? Your company looks good. I'm like thinking, yeah, like you can make jump the moves, you know, but I, I will tell them, I'll put my hand on their shoulder and I'll say, son, do what you love to do and go back and be a kid right now. You're 20 years old. You're 22 years old. Go have fun. Go live life. You don't need to be working and doing all these things. If you want to do that, great. But don't feel that pressure. So there's a lot of pressure from, I think, our generation to yours um, of, you know, women, women especially. They have to go work. They have to be in college. They have to go to graduate school. They need to be financially independent, etc. We have <laughs> plenty of episodes on it. And those are great things, but at, but at what, like at you, there, there's only a certain amount of energetic capital you get. And with the guys, same thing, you know, now we have to be learners and workers and you only have a certain amount of energetic capital and it's dwindling today. It's dwindling for plenty of reasons, you know, but it's here, technology, whatever it may be. So I say, put the focus on just being an, a good human being. That's it. And however you can fit God into your world do that, but you can't sacrifice too much if you're try- if you're going to work and you're learning and then you're trying to have me time and then you're shidduch dating. Like, this is a lot going on for a young person who's never experienced managing a schedule or a life for themselves. So these are these are these like these thoughts that kind of percolate when I think about, well, where what's the difference between then and now? And this is the transition. I think there's also, yeah, I hear that. I think there's also a balance between knowing your values and then listening to yourself and finding the place where they meet. And people don't listen to themselves. They just do what society tells them to do. (laughs) And then they betray themselves. And then that's why they're not happy. So it's about, okay, we know what the shkafa is. We know what the values are. Fine, good. That's the frame. And now let me... Tune into myself, Lech Lecha. We just had it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Let yeah. me my find my bar mitzvah parsha. Oh, that's a good one. Lech lecha. Go to yourself. One. Go to yourself. <laughs> we told to go. I live it is, by it now. It's, it's my mantra. Right. This is it's my slogan. This so is I think from society has moved away from valuing that sometimes. Oh yeah, it's definitely abdicated from. Uh, no, no, I've said it. Maybe <laughs> controversial, but yeah, you're right. Uh, meaning, meaning you're right. everything we say is controversial. You have to not care show. so much what yeah. people think. You have to care. You have to stop caring what people think, especially with Shadokim. Here's think, a practical I think question. Gen Z. No, go ahead. Oh, yeah, a practical question. Uh, a single who's living at home into their 20s, when obviously every case and circumstance is different. Yeah. Would you say that that is the wrong decision to make generally? Someone who's no. moving up in their 20s, they should. No, it depends. Yeah. It depends how they feel and depends what the family's like, the family oh, environment. Yeah. If the family's supportive, oh. if the family gives them space, mm-hmm. if they feel like they have a back house. 
right? Oh, the back. A, a man cave, <laughs> train line. My parents are not in the front house, by the way. <laughs> just, uh, uh, uh. just to clear up. No, no. But or but but for many, I've also told many of my clients to move out. Oh. As well, meaning. I tell everyone. Toxic. Everyone. Right everyone should move out. You got everyone. You think move everyone out. should move out? Yeah, I I see that as one of the successes, and I see the patterns. Interesting. Um, of uh, you know, of what gets you. To many women yeah, are scared, I see that. but many I see women it. are scared. Maybe men should move out, and women not. Many women are scared to huh? do that, and they there's something so emotionally yeah. devastating for oh, them yeah. because oh, they always yeah. had the vision. They go from the home to the to the marriage, yeah. and I, yeah. I've pushed some of my clients to do it, and they can't, or the values in the depending on the culture will will not let them. Like it's just, and also they, they're going to make a statement. That they there's something wrong with them and something wrong with oh, the family yeah. if they move out. There's all oh, sorts yeah, of judgment oh. well, here. Well, well, so, there you go. Like the right in that in that predicament. They're still caring what other people it's, think. Well, mm-hmm. oh well. Now it's what the family. What about myself? Right. I had a friend um, who signed up for Tom Shabbos in the community. A single guy, and he told me he's like, if I was married, my in-laws would be helping me. If I was married, I'd have a wife who would help me. Right. But I'm in a financial hiccup. A and I'm like, uh, and I said, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. And I, mm-hmm. But when he first told me, oh, what? <laughs> right. I, I had that knee jerk stereotype, you know, <laughs> um, reaction, right. you know, mm-hmm. so. And, and then he robbed a bank. Remember when he robbed Chase Bank, my friend? <laughs> And well, and that like, was okay. okay. It family, was, uh, he wouldn't have to. It was hashkafic difference, you know. <laughs> okay. I'm messing. Uh, and I didn't exacerbate the situation. I'm, I'm, I'm helping them out, you know. I'm, I'm messing around. It's very you. hard. Listen, it's objectively very hard because you're on your own. You have to fend for yourself. Often women become tough because they have to really, they're independent Arden and hardened. Yeah. And then when they date, we, we, we talk about how they can shift into the feminine and have more choice around that. So, because a man doesn't want a hard woman. Yeah. The, you know that that you you hit the the hammer on the nail right the nail on the hammer on nail on the head the, the nail on the, <laughs> so many different ones yeah the uh that that's Sorry. something that i have really promulgated on the show before is that you know, i'm I I have in the past not now because now i'm very selective and i'm and i'm in charge of my dating more but in the past yeah i saw a lot of women kind of deviate from being feminine they right. they, they they ran away from it they, they have to because they're just surviving. Yeah. So they're having to do everything. They have to change the, the tire on the car. They have to get gas. Uh, they have to they fix have light to, bulbs. They, they have, have to, to cu- pay. They have, they, have to, they have to cut things out. Like you got to cut things out. And we can do all that. There's nothing wrong with that. You but know? I'm just saying it's nice to have a partner in life to do things with you and to feel yeah. like you can then soften and be more in touch with the feminine. I, I told a guy, I told a guy um, I, I worked with a few years ago. You know, being on the single journey, like you're saying, you can really get depth deep into yourself. And uh, I'm able to discover things about myself. So when I see it happening to other people, I learned I bite my tongue because it's not my place. Nice. It's their business. It's their business because I don't like when people do it to me. Avery, you don't like people do it to you. I do. You're it. single. No, I do. When you, I do, I you do. love it. I love it. When people, when they say you're si- you're single, I gotta call you. And and you were discussing this um, at, today on WhatsApp. I saw some things. I Maybe I, sh- I screenshotted it. Uh, and like this guy, I tell you, we actually we were working together in business, and I needed to. There, there were certain things that were not getting done. His part of the partnership was not performing. So I told him, I said, I w- want to respectively tell you that you're not fulfilling this partnership here 
And I said, and and he pushed back, you know, oh, uh, uh. and I said, look, if you spent two or three hours a day instead of going to learn or going to minion, you'd be able to sit and learn these things. So what's more important here? Is it the shalom bias of our partnership or is it going to serve God? God rather you fulfill your partnership, the shalom bias aspect mm. of it. So a lot, a lot of you know married people, we see run away. They'll, they'll no, no. I rather go to Minion. I rather go to Kiddush Club. I rather, I rather go away. You know, go, go, and they're abdicating from what they need to do. You know, and the singles, and I give our single, our singles uh, credit. Me and Avery as well. And back in the day, you, you know, I would have given you the thumbs up. Like you got to work on your, like you got to, um, don't be, you know, we're doing the right thing. Cause we are taking the time right. to, you know, the word, I hate saying it, but work on ourselves, but just grow our human, you know, intellect, our emotional intellect. Not just that most, most older singles, older, like what, over 23. <clears throat> I mean, is that what's considered 23? older? I, mean, it's <laughs> I, I feel young. 23 I mean, is still young, but like 25 is ambiguous. So right. 25 yeah. for sure. Is and older, you can say that's is, like so hilarious to me. Right. Yeah, in, the, in the guyish world, it, it, it's, it's, it's not, you know, we hang yeah. out in the guyish world a lot the, or the Uma Soilum or AKA the normal world. Right? You got to learn how to say nor, you know? Yeah. They're, yeah. they're very special yeah. souls. I see them as very special souls and they want a real relationship. So they're not, they're, they're, they're not the type that would just have gotten married at 19 to anyone and not cared about it. And oh, then, yeah. Meaning that I see they're special. A lot of them are very special. They want real relationship and they're not going to settle for just anything. And yes. I say you shouldn't. It's a big decision who you spend the rest of your life with, but you've just got to make sure that you're not being driven by fear. And that's ah. the biggest thing mm-hmm. is that if you're driven by fear – of marriage, of intimacy, of what you saw in your house, that you didn't see a good Oof, role model, like you said before. A role model. A fear of I'm going to be rejected, I'm not lovable. Like there's so many fears. That's okay, but just make sure that how you're dating is not being filtered through that fear lens because it affects everything. It affects everything. It's how you date. You'll find, a flo- you'll find flaws in every single person you date <coughs> if you're scared. And that's why you get labeled too picky. Right, because you're finding flaws in everyone. Now, there's a flaw. There's always flaws oh, in everyone. That picky, too picky. Oh my you're too gosh. picky. I just put that on my Instagram. Uh, what today. would you say, Baruch Hashem? What was the other one? Baruch, Baruch Hashem. Hashem. No syndrome. Syndrome, and now this this picky thing is. That's what well, not to say. It's to a singles. curse. It's a curse. It's it's. But, but some people are too picky. But they're not really too picky. It's that they're scared. So I'm going to find pick faults in everything so that I oh, feel yeah. that I'm justified in saying no to everything. And the subconscious yep. mind, if you want to get into psychobabble a bit, mm-hmm. the subconscious mind will protect you from getting hurt again. Usually that hurt, like you said before, is confronting the childhood, yeah. right? And so you got hurt at some point in your life. It doesn't even have to be severe trauma. We're not, it does not have to be severe trauma. And, um, and what happens is the subconscious will look and scan for anything similar that could potentially hurt you, right? Which is any sense of closeness, right? I'm going to be hurt. And then it will protect you in some way, mm-hmm. either by finding fault. Projections. Projections. Yeah. Yes. It yes. will yes. shut you down. So oh. a lot of people go out on dates and then you watch them on dates. Everything's great. They're just not, they're just not open. <laughs> every, every, oh my gosh. They're just not date. open. The, uh, so there's no bond. So after two, three dates, there's nothing happening. They're really nice, but no chemistry. I'm going to end it. How many people go through that? So many. Oh, you know, I had a situation, one. I guess um, I was talking to a girl at a shop at I went to and uh, over the course of a couple of years, and it took a lot of work and, and doing some, um, you know, really uh, therapy and, and um, actually do improv, which has helped a lot, nice. which is a very fun I love improv. aspect of it. I love it. We it's just went two weeks ago in LA. Oh yeah. It's incredible. Awesome. And it's definitely helped with um, being, sharing my vulnerable and being comfortable being, being in the moment, being in the moment, being and present. Open. 
Beyond, yeah. Actually, that's a brilliant, it's the Avery. G- greatest thing no, for young singles. Yes. To Is do, that a thing? Have you guys talked about that before here? I have. I've brought it up to improv? people. Improv. But people are so improv resistant. Improv to open. People oh, are so resistant to improv in, in this community. They're so fearful. Of, of getting rejected, of being silly. Being silly, being acting judged. out, being judged. It's its such a... But that's actually brilliant to have some fun, but also to ch- to, yes. to oh, challenge yeah. yourself in well, this it's, area. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I love that. There's something to do there. Yeah, yeah. You're making me like... Oh, yeah. It, it, let yes. it work. Because it, I was just telling him last it. night, I'm like, you know, if you still wanted to be in the, you know... From Shidduch scene, maybe bring this in, like it kind of. Why you not know, do a singles there. event with improv? He tried I, doing one. I, I I would have tried. And the pushback from the from community was I like, would have "How tried. could you do such Why? a thing? It doesn't make any sense." They're not. They're not open to it. This they're, is what there's yeah. such resistance still. But it's rather than what you want to go we, to a singles event to be like a we meat th- market. We throw singles. We throw single shabbatons. We throw a few. It's a combination few. of a bunch of things. And this one just the, didn't work. These are the biggest fears people have. Okay, there's a few fears that come in. It's the fear of being open and vulnerable. Right. The fear of public speaking and the fear of really interacting with men and women and being open within the you know relationships. Right. But it's incredible for people who do it. But uh, so I, I. But can't I, you do games that are not as like you're standing up the front of the thing in front of everyone? Like, can't you do like one word at a time story? You could. Well, you do it in a circle. And so you're just doing it with a group of people in a circle. It's mm-hmm. not as intense. You could. But in my experience, the more intense the game, the more uh, active and, and actively involved the game is. And um, the more deeper you have to go within the structure of the game, deeper emotionally, the, the bigger the impact. I know, but just start baby my, steps of build course. up. Yeah. But I think Word if it's not as so? threatening in that, I think you're onto something. Yeah. I really do. As yeah. far as like also having fun with singles. I love it. It's rather than be looking at each other, speed dating and meat marketing, which is yes, oh, the speed dating doesn't work. I we like I enjoy it, but I go, I, but I enjoy it because I go in knowing like all right, anyone I meet who I have chemistry with and there's potential, not, it's not going to happen. And there's the principle, like it's not of, happen. you know, the principles of yes and right, yeah. acceptance yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and adding on positivity, Correct. positive. Yes, so and. yes, when somebody says something, you you accept it. You don't, you can't deny. You have to love what they're saying, in some way. You have to add on to it. You wow. have to really and consider. What if we applied what that to Hashem? Say, like, I'm single. Hashem, yes, and I would like da da da. Like, yes, that I accept that this is my matzav right now. Yeah. I don't. Want, I want it to change tomorrow, but yes, I accept it now. Mm-hmm. And then tell Hashem how it hurts. I'm angry. I'm upset. Oh, and let it out. And yeah. let it out. But Ooh, yes, yeah. I accept. Throw it in and there. Yeah. That would be great. I, I that would be that. a real like solid vehicle to to, to and please change pulling it. that and out of you. Exactly. I Ooh. love that. I'm, I, I, I'm going to use Think that. about your permission. Oh, yeah. Go, yeah. He's, Go ahead. Take it and run with it and Go ahead. Yeah. Help, help us singles out there, you know? Well, we, we can brainstorm off, off mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, so there was this girl I spoke to on the shopping sure. tone. And without the, the power of improv and really, you know, adding and accepting what someone else says, I don't think I would have gotten to this level with this mm-hmm. girl in terms of how we connected. And even though we weren't a match or wouldn't have been right for each other because hashkafically we were very different and she was a lot firmer than I was at the time. And at the same time, I still got to a level of depth and connection and really understood a lot about her background and why she was 33 years old. And this was the first ever singles event she went to Wow! and how she had younger siblings who uh, were all married and had been getting married one by one. And she was like the last one left. And she had a very firm upbringing with like a rabbinical father and, Mm -hmm. And, you know, she went through like a good period of like depression and denial. Mm-hmm. And 
I really felt like a deep connection, even with someone who's so different. Right. You know, just by asking right. and considering. You can have a you can have a deep connection even if the person is not your intended spouse. Yeah. Spouse. Yeah. And people generally don't on dates. Yeah. It's set up so you know, I have to confession to make though. I never went on a singles event ever. Okay. I don't think. Not that I can recall. I was allergic to them. So it's okay yeah. if you don't want to go to them either. Like you know, you got to follow what you, was right for you. I was on certain websites and I was on this and I was, you know, but to use apps it's or not use apps. become more popular, I've seen. Because of, but it's because like of this years. feeling of like this meat market thing and oh, feeling the meat, like oh, the meat market, assessed and analyzed. And, and, I yeah, just and single, singles now kind of take the take the power back from the shotguns or whoever's running the and they do it on their own also. Yes. Like we have an organization, Build a Bias, that we're involved nice. in and we have wow. another friend of ours and... We've done a few Shabbatones, many single awesome. events. Um, yeah, maybe you'll come and yeah. we'll do the improv. Oh, that'd be now great. Now you have an improv that'd person. That'd be awesome. That would be great. Well, how did you, how did you get into improv? I didn't get into it. I, just just I used it. to love it at university in Australia. It was ah, huge. See. Makes and, sense. Yeah. And then in um, college. I loved going watching it. I love the creativity. I love the spontaneity. I love, yeah, I, I, I really find it, I find it hilarious as well. Oh, so hilarious funny. we so went and watched it <laughs> we went to a professional improv theater in uh, la like two weeks ago on our date night my husband and i have date night every week so we try yes, and think of yes think of something different. spontaneity oh, creativity yeah. now you have something yeah you awesome. want avery you'll will tell her after what spots you go to you recommended ah. new york oh yeah there's, plenty. there's one today okay we'll talk about it after. i'm doing a show later yeah <laughs> But I like oh, that he envelops himself in in those things, nice. and I do for me. I do. I envelop myself in 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 um, whatever kind of therapeutical or just enjoyable, um, unique and different. You know that deviates from the Jewish community. And funny, we actually went away sukkus. Uh, we went to a same meal. Okay, you know. We, we by the way we have two separate lives just uh, here at the few situations yeah, we hang out together i live in the west side he lives here <laughs> so. ah, wow. yeah yeah and uh um we went and we were telling the host uh really yeah eleven thirty-five. we we have uh we uh we, we told the host that he does improv and the guy goes improv are you not religious and and like the daughter of this person's house goes dad it doesn't mean that he's that he's uh you know not religious because he does these things and this is like a stereotypical, you know, sixty-year-old uh, Jewish community shul goer, but this is how they think, right? And that's, right. you know, that's what we're dealing with. This is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a generation that was raised and kind of, you know, it, like impinged these thoughts into mm. their minds, right? So but the less you care about that, so tricky. the easier must, it is. You must and have been very ones, you know? threatening, though. If you, since you deviate from the norm so much when you so dated, much. right? For being Australian, having had relationships uh, in the past when you were in New York, right? You had a, you were a Baltuva, you had an upbringing, so you probably deviated so much from the norm that you were such a threat to the stereotypical shidduch uh, dater. Right, in some ways. I mean, not to say no, like either, in a good way. Yeah, I, well, or it, was, or it was refreshing. Or it was refreshing, right. And also, was I was so out of the box that I didn't care about the box, which I loved. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, I couldn't possibly fit in the box. Yes. But there was a liberation right. to that and a freedom to that. Mm. And, um, and that's why I can pave the way and say things that are outrageous because there's no real consequence for me. Yeah. So it's easier for me to say that. And I appreciate that. that someone else is in a family ensconced in this thinking, then it's going to be harder. Oh. But I see that that still still doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. It's yeah. to succumb to other people's judgments. 
So I, I definitely was very out of the box. Um, but that, that made it that made it somewhat easier sometimes and people found it refreshing. But I got told a lot of the times you're way too much of a powerhouse and you should not be as intimidating and you should give up Kirov and you should do all sorts of your – like oh, I said, well, I should be single, depressed you. and give up my passion. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, I love like, that. I lo- right, exactly. Although that's going to yes. help. <laughs> and, uh, and, and also I also yeah. believe that your, that your husband – my husband was not going to be threatened by that. So if a guy is threatened, he's not my husband. That was going to be a great uh, filtering criteria. Yeah, that's the answer, right. right. And that's the truth. My husband now says, calls me his little superstar and you go and be as big, be as, big as you want, honey. Yeah. Like he's not threatened by it at all. I and love I that. love that. And like, I was like, don't sacrifice who you are for the fear of the Shaduchim thing. It's the fear. It's yeah. all fear again. Yeah. God knows who you are. You're meant to be who you are. You're in the right place for where you're at. Amen. And, and you got to accept acceptance. It's all about mm-hmm. acceptance. You're, mm-hmm. you're not a mistake. It's not a mistake. You don't have to like turn yourself into a pretzel to be loved. Yeah. Well, people get bilious, spiteful um, yeah. when you bring these ideas up to them. And even even uh, even single people, they they they're shocked to hear these things. Really, when we bring them on the show, when we when I hang out with them at singles events or just, and because because they're in it, they're they're brainwashed. Yeah, but to what's extent, gonna what's gonna know? happen is if they keep sacrificing who they are because for for the the greater societal good, yeah, greater right. good in, in the name years, of the realm. Yeah, years later they're gonna get very resentful. It's an Aurelian nightmare yes. that is uh, yes. uh, on the precipice of occurring within the from community. Potentially, I mean, I don't know. I can't make that. You know, sounds very but dramatic. You sh- it is dramatic. Dun, dun, dun. It is a little dramatic. Yeah. Right. Or, uh, I mean, if you read 1984, no, I, I think so. Have you ever read 1984? Yeah, sure. Okay, so yeah. that yeah. talks about like people stripping away their ability to, uh, you know, wear clothing that's loud, oppressive, you know, giving in to Big Brother, the, the <laughs> lot. and um, and 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 that's already happening. Stripping right? away that's physical a, intimacy. That's my show. That's already happening. Well, uh-huh. Stripping away physical intimacy and the pleasure of it, which is another uh, aspect of being from is yeah. that you cannot be I know. physically intimate and it's it's so painful it, it, yeah it takes away some of your your rights to enjoyment liberation right. for sure identity what connection Pleasure. connection we're, 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 we're connectors we're connectors that's what humans are we're connectors and, and we you feel the guilty core, for it even the, if you do connect right feel guilty you, well if you connect in a way that normally you haven't and True. you've chosen not to you're crossing your own boundaries so you feel guilty because you've crossed your own your own boundaries or your own values that you've upheld. Mm-hmm. It's understandable, but it's it's hard. It's just hard. It is, yeah. You've got to fill your life with really, really meaningful things that express, like podcasts, that express yeah. express your yeah. co-hosts yeah. and help the world and give back. When you, fi- when you find your own strengths, whenever I was really depressed, so funny, there was a an opportunity all of a sudden to speak somewhere. Someone would say, "Go and can you speak for us? And I'd be like, really? Okay. And I'd go and speak. <laughs> And I came out energized. I came out positive because I was giving back. Either I felt way, yeah. strong. And when you're single, you feel weak. You feel like the nebuch. You feel like the one that's, you know, no one the cares about. Yeah. The oppressed. You feel isolated. But when you get up and be in a giving role, whichever, whatever role that is, it could be small, it could be big, it could be communal, it could be neighborly, it could, doesn't matter. But you give back, you feel your strength. And I think that's crucial to dating and to just happiness in general. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know, that's an interesting thing to 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 ponder um, that you just brought up there. Uh, yeah, most most like you are. I, I am representing the single community in a sense. And funny, I asked earlier how we met. Well, we met, we met back in camp, but also I think probably really brought us together was when I spoke at his brother, who was my best friend at the time, his Afrof, ah. and I gave a speech like like 
you know, Trump when he announced. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Except he didn't make fun of, uh, Mexicans and call them. Okay. Well, I did. No. No. <laughs> uh, so basically I, I gave that speech and, and people came up to me like, wow, like, oh my God, you know, you did a great job. I'm thinking like, wow, I actually represented the, the single community there. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's an interesting thought. Um, and to, you know, kind of harbor that energy and pull it out. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Like we, we represent. The single community. You give a, no? vo- you give a I mean, voice to go. them. Yeah, empower yeah. the... Uh, I always do. I mean, I carry that with me. So mm-hmm. whenever people, you know, I meet people or bump into them, and it happens all the time, especially when you're Jewish and, and you're, you're in business, but I, that's what I try to bring forth, you know? And what about you? Same? Uh, well, I guess I see it more on a macro level, on a global scale, mm-hmm. which is like, I'm a human being. I'm trying to be as positive as I can, whether that be single... Jewish, not single. I shouldn't. I shouldn't change the way I act for whomever, wherever, whenever. I, I should continuously be the same person. And why? Why change? You know, walk into a uh, a coffee shop and ask for a coffee and be just as nice to the cashier who is totally uh, unaffiliated or has no idea who Jews are, as a, as just as I am to the rabbi right. of the shul. Like, why treat anyone with any difference? Right. Well, that's a very We're Jewish value. Being. Oh yeah, Midos don't split. But they shouldn't. They right. they shouldn't. They should not. But they do. They do. I don't know uh, if they that's do. That's not called, not. no, because that's not, that's that's not, not that's called media. Right. Yeah. It's that's perver- called manipulation. Right. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. and, and I call that, that's exactly the perverted word I Perverted Judaism. I go, all right, you're perverting Judaism. Great, great job. It's called Like, faith. there's something, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how, I know Avery doesn't like talking about that, but I mentioned this to him once. Uh, there was a, a um, uh, the, the new real housewife, this was Savitsky, okay? Yeah, yeah. Beautiful woman, beautiful family. And uh, we were talking about it in the office. I said, and and I work in a, like a very high-mish, classic, you know, small-minded group of guys. And uh, I said, I think it's great that Orthodox Jewish girls, or even conservative, whatever, they have an, a role model to look out now. You know, let's give her a chance. And they go, oh, she, no, 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 she doesn't represent Judaism. I'm like, says who? Says who? So. Uh, it's just another classic example of that. So I wanted to get to uh, this here that you posted actually today. And I just loved it because oh. I've been, been crawling on your feed here. But uh, here, this is, do you want to read it? Or I'll, 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 I'll read, read it. Okay. So you posted here, all these things are often insensitive attempts to solve the singles problem. So that really captured me right there. I said, okay, this looks good. Let me see this. Great headline. It usually comes from the pain of the observer not being able to handle or reconcile the pain of the single, which is good. Totally on, totally on target. People are projecting. That's what it comes down right. to. You know, uh, I, 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 it, happened, it happens to me. It happened to me one time. This guy kept on making comments, and I, and I pulled him aside. I said, I first want you to notice that I'm not sitting and embarrassing you in public like you have been to me. Wow. And I said... I said, going forward, if you mention something like this to me, we're going to have a problem. I'm going to act up. And he goes, you single people, you think your God's good, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I'm like, okay, you're, you have pain. Where's it coming from? What's going on? And he's like, I couldn't have kids for 15 years. I said, I grabbed him. I'm like, let's cry together, brother. And now we're good friends. Wow. That's how guys are. Yeah, that's, how that's guys so are. different to how women yeah. would be. I've had a lot of fights, wow. a lot of fights with guys. Wow. Everyone has a story in that sense, but this is so on to that. It's the same as a shiver. 
when you go to a shiver and you hear people say the most outrageous things because they can't oh, handle yeah. the pain mm. of the oh, shiver. I know. The same thing. They can't. They yeah. can't. So oh. this is all their own way of trying to cope with the fact that you have a pain in front of them they can see and they don't know how to deal with it. I don't know how to deal with when I go to Shiva House. <laughs> so there you go. So now you can have empathy I for I, the I don't other. say anything. I don't say anything. I just, I, you know, I just, I, I feel bad, you know. Well, you don't say anything. That's probably the right thing. I don't say any, anything don't at all. I don't say anything. It's funny. It's the only time I'm quiet. I, I just don't know what to say, you know. Uh, that's part of growing up. That's part of, you know, being, you know, 30s for us and... Uh, you probably have more experience with it, seeing friends who have to deal with those losses. You know, the show we like to provide not just shidduch related things, but real life things. And we had a friend recently whose mother passed away, our first in the group, and uh, we paid shiva calls. Uh, it was it was a very, you know, I was speechless. What were you? You, you were able to talk to the guy, Avery. I, I was. Yeah, I was connecting with him. You were able to. I connect. mean, I feel like we did. I don't know what it to was say. Just the two of us there at the time, so I feel like. <sighs> All right, all these emotions, Jack. You see what you... (laughs) Let me get to some of these other points. It usually comes from the pain of the observer not being able to handle, okay? Next one. However, it frequently exacerbates the hurt, the isolation and uh, loneliness, not to mention often feeling judged. Totally. We're feeling judged from the conversation. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Singles, I'd say, call it out, push back. Call it out and push back. We have to reawaken these people, and you have a pass. God God is my witness, right? God is on our side. You have a pass to do it. Um, this last one. It is usually from well-meaning uh, people who can't bear to see the pain and suffering of a single, so they try to do something for them by engaging in the conversation and i think that's exactly the reason why you can call it out just in the right way and they'll get it and then that's it you'll break the chain you know the 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 costing of singles everywhere they go is going to change now it's going to stop right right and and sometimes the right way is just to say can we speak about this later or privately or that's a good one you know just like i don't want to speak about it now (laughs) at an event at a wedding at this so that usually it comes up in all the most inappropriate places in front of people the shabbos table a wedding a holiday Yes. You know, and you just say, like, that's so nice of you that you care. Can we speak about this, you know, next week? Can you call me next week? Can we speak about it? And then you see also who's really serious about helping you, or it's just chit chat. Exactly. You know, exactly. But that gets you out of it immediately. Um, So, how uh, how do we, uh, so let me get a little bit more because we're coming up on, you know, the last, like, what, Mm -hmm. few minutes here. Okay. Um, you said you at what time you have to go again? I have, to, I have a 1215 back okay. in Lawrence. So like five more minutes. Yeah. Okay. So I got to our last few items here. Okay. Let's talk a little bit more like practically on the date emotions people can do. Uh, here's something popular and, uh, you know, you can just, you can always just abstain and not say, you know, anything, <laughs> but how do how do people get more relaxed on a date or at least more at ease? Okay. Um, our people put up a poll and our people said these funny ones here, CBD, cigarette break. A lot of guys probably, uh, jump in, just, just do a Netflix and, and ice cream binge before the date. Okay. Those are some good ideas. Right. <laughs> what do you have to say about that? Or what do you have to propose uh, forward so to the committee? So there's two things. One, one is before the date, how you prep for it and your mindset. So it depends on your mindset is how anxious you'll be. It, 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 meaning if you put all all your emphasis on this has got to work. I want her to like me. And if she doesn't like me, then I'm going to be rejected. Right. You have to wait before you go on a date. You just say, I just want to see if I like this person enough to get to know them. Number one, not is she my wife or husband? 
Number two is if it doesn't work out, it's completely fine. All it means is clarity that she's not my wife or husband. Mm. Like that's all it means. That's it. There's no other rejection of me or I'm not good enough or I'm not lovable. It just means that we had clarity straight away that we're not right for each other in this role and this lifetime. That's it. Notice how it's simple. And that's how it should be. Like it's okay. But from Jews have the Gemara cup. (laughs) And that's what changes everything. Yeah, no, if this doesn't work, it's fine. So if you take the pressure off having to work, firstly, you're much more relaxed immediately. Immediately, if you don't have to get this to work, you just go out and just be, I'm just going to be, and I'm going to just be myself. I don't need to edit because of that. Once it's okay with it failing, which is so ironic because people's like, it could be your husband, go out with optimism. Yeah, Yeah, but that's pressure. (laughs) I'm saying the opposite. Right, that's that's, Um, that's the worst thing to say. That's the worst thing to say. I want to see if I like this person and if it doesn't work out, it's completely fine. That's the worst thing to say. And then if worse, worse. This could be your husband. Can you imagine it? Yeah, that's that's not your This is your wife. This is your wife. I'm telling you. I'm not opposed to a glass of wine. I think (laughs) glasses of wine or or a glass of a drink, alcohol. Yes. In moderation, little bit, but little bit, enough just to take that edge of that nervousness that awkward because you know what my pet peeve is my pet peeve and this happens so much is that people are awkward they're nervous they're uh, they're not relaxed so they're not themselves so then you go out on a date and there's this awkwardness or you're just not yourself because there's no connection happening because you're not yourself and they decide to end that's not for me and so you end up ending and jumping out of the date and like ending it without actually seeing who you're dealing with. So you actually, two people in their images and facades and nervousness have made a decision to end the dating without actually seeing who the other one is. Because that's not who you would marry if you married that person. Oh, 100% right And so just stick in it. There's no rush. There's no rush. You don't have to pressure yourself to make a decision quickly. And I think people are scared. And so that's why they do. That's why they feel they have to make the decision quickly. Like, yeah. oh, is this it? Is this oh, not pressured. it? Stop the pressure. There's no rush. You just let it unfold. Within five to six dates, I guarantee, yeah. I guarantee you'll know if you're interested or not. Oh, yeah. But yeah, one date, two dates. Well, that the guy will know by then. The, sure. we've, the, the, the girl, I, we, you know, she at least knows. in our states, they kind of, they, 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 they jump out. But That's fear. Fear, They're just yeah. jumping out. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. So, right, so, a lot yeah. of them. You have to know what to say. That's what... Uh, we're working on an episode about that, you know, because I've, yeah, yeah. I've jumped in, uh, as I've, as I've been saying that I, I try to get feedback from my friends who are going on dates and getting older and, or even the young guys today. And, um, a lot of from guys just don't know how to talk to women. So I, I, I was, I was really thinking pontificating on like, what do I do here? What do I, what do I do? Where do, what do I, where do I go? And I kept on, Doing, uh, I'm going to look into your class, but there's some other classes that I also looked into when it's pickup artist classes. And they teach you a little bit how to talk to wow. women and break that ice because sometimes the wine doesn't work. <laughs> there's a dating art. There's an article <laughs> in New York Times that went viral. That's the 36 questions to falling in love. And so it's 36 questions that you can ask on a date that will start to gently open up and you can choose which ones you say. Oh, I love that. It's a fantastic oh, wow. article. Oh, you got to get Google that. It. Google it. 36 questions to falling yeah. in love, New York Times. And uh, they've got some really good stuff there. And I, I think even on one date, I brought it out and um, we, we kind of like enjoyed that you could ask the other one any question on the list and you could pass. You had the opportunity to pass if you didn't want to answer it because some are pretty intense. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But, um, but it was fun. It was mm-hmm. a fun thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see it here. You see it? I think I'm, do I have to oh, start? Oh, that's a whole thing. It's like a whole yeah. interactive. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what's your subscription to Login Avery? Uh, 1877carsforkids.com. <laughs> yeah, I'm a donor. I'm a donor to donor. get a free. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, we we've been uh, well, we've been uh, thinking of some innovative ways uh, to help the from community, uh, the singles, and we're thinking awesome. we need to like we need to like. Uh, you need to give him a stipend. Remember, there was there was a, I didn't think of this. There was a politician. <laughs> of, you know, we were talking uh, about. We made we facetiously joked about it, but uh, you know, there was a there was a politician. Machinations of your brain. There was a politician a year or two ago who said we need to create this thing called a freedom dividend and give it to people to help them financially. Yeah. We did create a shidduch freedom dividend. Let the balabatim, you know, pay for it, and uh, give it to the singles, and they'll have a stipend to go on dates to improve themselves. I think this is a phenomenal Very idea. Interesting. I mention a lot, and I also tell people that Bikor Cholim actually has something like this for, for singles who want to get their mental health in check, maybe need help paying for psychotherapy. Mm-hmm. Contact your local Bikor Cholim office. Wow. And, um, and send an application. Tell them you're single. Tell them this is a situation. You have to put out a few, a few and they will assist you. Singles, go ahead. Wow. So we try to give a little little token, a good little giveaway for some of the people. Beautiful. Um, okay. Awesome. Um, Avery, did you have any other questions for Mrs. Jackie Glazer? I can't think of any, but I appreciate all the uh, insight into uh, yeah into your world for letting us in and understand more about you and what you went through. Yes. And why you help singles. And why I help singles. And if it. anyone wants any help, um, they can feel free to contact me. Yeah, how can yeah. they reach out to you, by Jackie the way? Jackie Glazer Official on Instagram. Awesome. Or JackieGlazer.com on website. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Wait, not .com.au? No. <laughs> Started here. Awesome. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. Should Thank you. It was, a, it was such a pleasure. A All right. People. As I usually end off uh, my idiom, happy face, smiley face, silly face, this is the Nobody Talks Shudachim podcast. All right. All right.